Blog Talk Radio. Trap, trap. I can 
Peace, peace, peace to you and yours. This is No The Ledge Radio. You are not rocking with the best. This is your host, the brother Blue Pill. Soon to be joined by my co-host, the brother Red Pill. Yes, indeed. Welcome to another episode. Tonight is a very special night. You know what I'm saying? Welcome to the explosive, explosive episode titled Infinite Compressions. Reawakening of your DNA's power ratio, featuring none other than KT the Arc degree and the brother Will 777. Today is one of those days where we're dealing with the twin energy, that scorpion energy, you know what I'm saying? As we sit under the, the rays, the moon rays of a very, very, very full moon, you know what I'm saying? This moon even has a twin energy, that being Aries. War and Pisces, secret enemies that shall be revealed. So with no further ado, I want to open the line for the red pill. Peace. Peace, What's going on? Peace to the world. Peace to the family. Peace. Happening. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, yeah. Uh, welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Welcome to one of our you know, one of the archive favorite shows. I'm sure this one will definitely be in the record books. Um, I want to go ahead, now that you mentioned the uh, the time that we're in, of Mars being in Scorpio, you know what I'm saying? Kudos to the brothers who have been doing the shows, uh, Brother Ampoo and a few other brothers who've been talking about Mars being in and explaining on our shows so I'm going to read the, the article so everyone understands the age that we're in right now because I have a lot of people who are basically on one hand saying that they're getting a lot of their secret enemies are revealing themselves. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they're seeing a lot of people who they haven't seen in ages. They're popping up and whatnot. So, you know, it's just indicative of the time. So it's basically just to let the people know what's going on so when it does happen, we're not caught off balance. A war report. Basically, it's the war report, especially for the Scorpios out there and the Tauruses. All right? So I'm going to begin. Mars enters Scorpio on 9-15-2010. Just to show you how important that was, that was on Wednesday of last week. On Thursday, we witnessed a tornado that ripped through Brooklyn and ripped through Queens and whatnot in the same energy of Mars being in Scorpio, sudden outbursts. Let me continue. Scorpio, whose key words are power, secrets, sex, regeneration, hidden mysteries, joint finances, death, and inheritance. Mars, whose key words are energy, dynamic action, anger, aggression, military, and sex. Lord, Lord. Mars is a co-ruler of Scorpio and is quite at home here. This energy can and will manifest in several ways and is not limited to one expression. Off the top, I say since Scorpio is the sign of secrets and power, this is the time that those who are addicted and attracted to the mystical powers, magic, tarot, voodoo, etc., will reveal themselves against you. Remember, we are talking about Scorpio in your chart. Mars comes with conflict. Therefore, we all have to be mindful of this energy. Depending on how much 
safety there is, this could signify the actual death of a person in your life. Thus, you may be on the receiving end of an inheritance. Mars being in Scorpio really signifies a great time to get things done in joint ventures that involve joint finances. The signs that will be the most affected by Mars and Scorpio will be Taurus, Leo, and Aquarius, and, of course, fellow Scorpions. Keep the following in mind. If you have any planets in Taurus, Leo, and Aquarius, these planets will be triggered and challenged the most. If you have any planets in Virgo and Capricorn, this is an opportunity to get ahead in work career, especially if you are currently working your Scorpio joint finance energy. Beware of the Scorpions who have been holding a vendetta. This is the time that will most likely strike. Scorpions, beware of those who have a vendetta against you. This is the time that your enemies will surface in an attempt to launch an assault against you. Remember, Scorpio means power. Therefore, the opposition can be powerful. Energy goes both ways from party to party. Everyone has a Scorpio somewhere in their natal chart. The house will tell you what area of your life the energy will manifest. Check your chart. Mars will be here until October 29th, and then, even then, if you have planets in late Scorpio, you could be affected up until early November, November 7th being the date. So, that's your reading for the day, okay? That's your chart. You know what I mean? So I suggest yeah. that everybody who uh, has experienced this energy identify it. Now you know what it is. For those who have not experienced this energy, keep your left eye open. You dig what I'm saying? Because it will pop up suddenly. You know what I'm saying? If you do have people who you feel that are secret enemies, them right now. You know what I'm saying? Bring them out of the woodworks. Turn the lights on. You know what I mean? And then you'll know who they are. Bait them. Throw some bait out there. They'll grab it right now. So that's what that's about. Indeed. And, again, it's also uh, dealing with the aspect of this very full moon, which is going to share a day with the equinox, which is the 23rd. You know what I'm saying? It would be remiss of us not to remind the family of the, the importance of what we're saying and we are talking about an astronomical cosmic event that is finna to take place in the next day or two, and that's dealing with this energy that will be present. You know what I'm saying? The full moon is dealing with things that are blossoming, you know what I'm saying, when you are ready to collect on something, okay? But, um, you know, Aries is where it's at. We're also dealing with, you know, right now at the... Uh, at this equinox period, you know what I'm saying, you got that energy present. Uranus will be 28 Pisces, only two or three degrees away from the full moon. And, of course, like you said, Uranus equals those sudden changes, those explosions. You know what I'm saying? So couple that to tonight's guest. We have uranium and plutonium on the line coming on tonight. KT to off degree, Will 7-7. This will be a historic pairing. And I, I, I like to understand that these shows have that resonating frequency and effect where we are affecting the grid, you know what I'm saying, where this is changing the dynamic. Because this information that is about to be presented will totally transform our understanding of not only what's taking place, but how 
we are connected to it via our mechanism, you know what I'm saying, our temple. You know what I mean? Because your temple is being affected by these energies right now. If there's anybody that's exempt from this particular energy, you need to check your pulse to get your blood work done because it might be from a whole different stellar system. All right? So the full moon is in opposition to Saturn. Saturn equals restrictions and lessons to be learned, but it also represents success. So there's always a flip side to this. All right? There's a lot of talk being spoken about these aspects of Scorpio. You know what I mean? But um, we have to be mindful that this is not necessarily a restriction on Scorpio or a conviction of Scorpio. This is a herald time where the scorpion has the most power possible, and if you are ever going to sting, now is the time. Okay? So Pluto will square the full moon, and, of course, we know that Pluto equals power and transformation. And this is the joint that they're trying to hide out of your psyche. Why? Because it represents the ending of something. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about we're looking at something come to an end, all right? And that's what you have to bring forth and manifest into your life. Yes, sir. All right? So now we have... The full moon symbolizes a very intense time as Aries can be explosive, coupled with Uranus that can trigger some very erratic emotions, all right? So when we're talking about erratic emotions at this particular time, we're talking about people spontaneously spazzing out. We're talking about people that might try to attempt certain things with a certain energy, but a whole different energy overtakes them and really expresses what it is that they want to do. So now is the time for games to be played because you're going to end up coughing your hand up, all right? So it's a lot easier to be real with self at this particular time. And then I guess some people that don't even know, you know, what that particular self is, they might even be in for a surprise themselves. Mm-hmm. All right? Yes, sir. Um, I just want to let the family know, video in the can should be finished by tonight, hopefully. I'm getting, you know, I'm not the editor. The brothers that was editing the video told me that it's very powerful. So um, hopefully by the end of the night, we'll be able to drop that in the chat. If not, you could uh, go to Know the Ledge TV on YouTube, or you could go to knowtheledgemedia.ning.com. For all of, uh, of the members that are on the Ning site, I sent out a mass email yesterday explaining that we're about to, you know, put full focus on that site because, you know, we're paying for it now. And that's a good thing because now it makes us truly be serious about the site and put our focus towards that site. We are looking for administrators. We're also looking for some graphic artists who want to get busy and work around, you know, and, and basically try their hand with that site. And, um, you know, be prepared for the live stream that will be coming up very soon on the site that is going to be dealing with streaming videos, streaming live lectures, and streaming um, visual presentations similar to what we're doing now on the phone. But it's so much to show you at the end of the day, and there's so much going on in the, in, the, in the visual world that we have to take it from the realm of the audio and merge the two. 
Right. Well, that's a beautiful segue that you made about the live streaming, because at this particular time, I want to open the line, you know what I'm saying, and I want to bring on the brother Hakeem Bay, okay, because Hakeem Bay was at the uh, the forefront of the live stream that took place this weekend with the brother Delbert Blair. So I want him Indeed. to come on and explain that experience. Indeed. Call calling from the 7-6 show. Peace. Peace, everyone. Peace. It's good Islam. to be on here. Islam, Islam. We're going to get this thing going. We're going to get this live video streaming popping. Yesterday, uh, yesterday at the Delbert Blair, was it was it was a crazy day. It was a good day. It was a rough day. It was a good day. It was many things involved. But um, let me say, um, yesterday that was our first, you know, attempt at this on a on a large scale level. And um, I want to uh, say, you know, from day one, you know, first of all, we got to not uh, to uh, to do the stream at a very uh, late date, so we only had about five to seven days prior to that to uh, market it, to try to get everything together you know, and do a lot of things just prior to the stream. Um, it was rough from the very beginning. Um, uh, something happened with me on my Facebook account. I want to mention this, so just want to have other brothers and sisters. It's kind of crazy. Um, after I have logged, try to look into my Facebook account from a, from a different ISP, which is just a crazy big deal, but as a security measure, we noticed that you logged in from a different computer, so you have to go through the security check. Now, guess what security is, and I don't know if any of y'all been through this, but this is Hold actually... Hold on, brother, Your phone yeah. is breaking up, so if you could get a better reception... You want me to call wow. back on... Let me, yeah, let me call back yeah, on a different... All right, yeah. brother. What, 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 Eric, you calling back from this number? Yeah. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically, um, I don't know if the family heard the brother, but he was explaining the technical difficulties that he had this weekend, but he still persevered. He still was able to put the uh, the remainder of the footage up for the live stream, and now the entire lecture is up with uh, people able to go over there for the next seven days and see the explosive, powerful lecture that was given by the brother, uh, Dr. Delbert Blair. Okay, let me bring this brother back on. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Hold on. Peace. Peace. Peace, brother. I can't. Hello? Yes, sir. Peace, brother. I can't. Oh. His joint still got the hiccups. Try to call back. All right. The brother called back, you know what I'm saying? But for the most part, I think that um, we was able to express what it is he was trying to say. And like I said, that's the fact that he did get the stream going. There will be more to be done. I do want him to explain that whole aspect of people's Facebook and everything else getting jacked. Uh, you know, a lot of things transpired during that particular feed. The company said they wasn't able to handle the amount of people that came over and requested it. So we know that it, it's a success. It just has to be fine-tuned. 
and um, we definitely have some more presentations on their way. You know, no further ado, though, I actually want to start the discussion for the night because we do have two guests on, and this is a two-part show. It's going from 9 to 11, then we'll have a second show going from 11 to 12, of which it will be a question and answer so the family could follow us over directly after. All right? Caller, caller from the four zero four five eight seven. Peace. Peace. Peace, God. Peace, God. How y'all doing? What up to the pillars? How y'all feel, man? Everything is good. Peace of the arc degree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Y'all going in already, man. I appreciate that uh, that war report and that forecast, man. Right. Hey. You being a Scorpio yourself and a brother who is, you know, very cognizant of these energies. Is there anything that you would like to add on? Um, well, yeah, I'll go right in, man. Mars and Scorpio, you know what I mean? What are we talking about? Um, that's just power. Y'all just did a, a track called Return of the Super Hey Roos, and it just landed on the 13th. You know, that was no mistake. You did it with the solar flare. And that's exactly what Mars and Scorpio is all about, you know, and I'll explain. I mean, the hero's always warring. He's always battling the Hey Roo and Set battle. You know, and that's what Mars energy is all about, is about that war. You know, it's it's uh, impulsive, it's fire, it's initiation, it's ignition, it's power, it's force. You know, it's uh, directed energy, it's masculine, it's virility, it's will, it's drive, it's the metabolism, it's focus, and it's sex. You know, you get in Scorpio, you're talking introspection. You're talking about going within. You're talking about the depth, transformation, and power, the mystery of life emerging from the depths, you know, deep bonds and, and depths and water and water relating to the spirit and the soul and a portal of going in and out. That's the feminine energy, you know, the womb and the ovaries, inheritance, and that's sex too. So you got the male and you got the female because Scorpio is a feminine energy as powerful as it is. You know, Mars is the masculine energy. So what you got there, you got creativity. You got something being born. We got a birth taking place, so as much as the enemies being revealed, that's that's a good thing that you know, you know, who your friends and who your enemies are, but at the same time, what's going on with this Mars and Scorpio is this power, this energy and this, this moment that we've been asking for, this window in time that we've been trying to, to manifest is it's here now. You know, that's what it is. Now you was talking about Pluto earlier, and what you forgot to mention was the fact that Pluto just went direct. You know, it's been retrograde for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? It just, it just stationed and it went direct. And what that means is that all the energy of Pluto, it was going retrograde, reviewing, going over it, everything, like you're studying for a test. You know, like you go going to the combine, you know, before you get drafted and all that. You know what I mean? Getting ready for the big game. Now, it just went direct, and it's in Capricorn, Capricorn being the father, it being work, you know, that's the connection with Saturn. It's the sea goat. It's climbing to the top of the mountain. It's the pinnacle. You know what I'm saying? So you put Mars and Scorpio together along with Pluto, which is one of Scorpio's planets as well, coupled with Capricorn, you're able to see exactly what type of power we're standing on. You know, then you go ahead and you mix in the fact that we're on this equinox, and the equinox is dealing with Libra, the sun moving into the scales balance, you know what I'm saying, the equal measures of day and night, you know what I'm saying, those particular energies coming in as well, and that deals with relationships. So we got all this energy going on in the melting pot right now, 
creating um, pretty much creating a, a form, you know, that we're going to use if you're in tune with yourself. So my mantra for the night for everybody to ride with me is know thyself. No doubt. All right. Absolutely. Now, in terms of Mars, what's important about Mars is Mars is represented by a metal, and that metal is iron. Now, when you think of iron, you're going to think of blood. Mars is red, so is blood, the hemoglobin, right? So if we're talking about blood, we're talking about your, your, your circulatory system in your body. If you think about the circulatory system in your body, yo, you consist of 60,000 miles of blood vessels. You know what I'm saying? 60,000, 60,000 miles of blood vessels that is getting pumped around your body every day. And depending upon oh, the iron oh, content, Say that again. That's a lot of blood, man. Yeah, that's a lot of blood. They say you got five liters in your body. You know what I'm saying? They say your pump, your heart pumps 100,000 um, times a day. You do 72 a minute. 72 is equivalent to the pentagram. We're going to get into geometry a little bit later. So we're talking 60,000 miles of blood vessel that your blood is cycling through your body constantly, going round and round and round and round. It's creating a song. Right, your heart is creating a beat, and then the, the the viscosity of this flow of this blood flowing through these tubes is creating music. This is a sound. It's a blood song that you have. You're creating a resonance with this beat. Right. So this is the Mars. This is the Mars connection you got. So what's pumping this? It's the heart. Well, the heart ain't just a pump. It's a little bit more complicated than that. The heart has seven layers of muscles pumping blood from different angles creating vortices that produce wavelengths because when you break the heart down, it got seven layers of muscle. Each one of these muscles are pumping it from a particular angle, you know, and these angles that it's pumping from are different geometrical forms. It's crunching it like a tetrahedron here. It's crunching it like a icosahedron there. It's crunching it like a hexagon here. It's crunching like a dodecahedron there. And all that's happening at one time when it pumps, right? So while it's adding all these pressures of force from these particular angles, just like angels, right, of this light, what your blood is doing is it's turning into like a tornado, like a little vortex. When it does this vortex, it's creating a wavelength. And this wavelength is very powerful because this song and this wavelength is what dictates and tells your DNA how to braid. And I'm going to explain how that happens. Sitting right on top of your heart is what you call the thymus gland. Your thymus gland is a compound word. If you break that shit down, you got thy am us, thy am us. You know, all of us, we, you know, we are one. And it's like a mitten. They say when you're a kid, your thymus gland is huge, it's big, right? But as you get older, it starts to shrink. Now, what happens is people get older, their mind gets structured, they don't have imagination no more, they don't think they can create any longer, they become part of this box. But children, they have an imagination. They know magic. They apply themselves. What's different between us and children? Children have more love and more heart. So the thymus gland is a catcher's mitt to catch that particular beat of that heart, right? And why is the heart beat so important? That connects to emotion. Okay, emotion. Let me take a quick break. If we go to Kemet and we go to the judgment room, right, with my eye and, and, and a saw sitting there, you got yourself some scales, right? And the scales is measuring the heart against the feather. And the reason why you're measuring the heart against the feather is because the heart must be as light as a feather, 
right? The feather representing a wave. Light not really representing mass, but light representing light. It needs to be light as a feather. The heart is a container, okay? It needs to be connected to the wave. So when you're breathing, when you're full of love, when you're full of unconditional love and bliss and energy of that sort, then your heart is going to beat a particular way. And when it beats a particular way, it's going to make a particular wavelength based on that beat and that particular wavelength that's going to get absorbed by that thymus gland. Now, what does the thymus gland do? That's where all your T cells are created. T cells are your lymphocytes, macrophages, or your immune system, you know, your, your body, your defense, okay? This is how we get into Aries and the Mars thing again because you're talking about the Department of Defense, right? So as we get older, it shrinks. Why does it shrink? Because we're losing love. We're not implementing unconditional love to our brothers and sisters anymore. We're not implementing that particular power. So the thymus gland is absorbing these particular wavelengths, you know what I'm saying? And the reason why it's absorbing these particular wavelengths is because it's supposed to take responsibility for the way your emotions are fabricating the shape of your magnetic field for your world, right? Because your world is external. That's why I said the mantra for tonight, know thyself, because everything matters within, not without. The without, the external, is nothing but a production of what's going on inside of you, right? So if your emotions are intact, because emotion is energy in motion. That's all emotion is. You know what I'm saying? It's energy in motion. So you taking responsibility for the way your emotions are fabricating the shape of the magnetic field that is your world. This is what the thymus gland is doing, and then it dictates this to your DNA. And now... What I'm going to do now is get into the structure of DNA real quick before I get into the metaphysical because I want you all to see what I'm talking about. DNA, what is DNA? Deoxyribonucleic acid, okay? The numerology on that is three. DNA is a one. You put those together, you got the four. You got the tetragrammaton of the YHVH, okay? Now, D means to take away or remove. Oxy stands for oxygen. Ribose stands for ribose, which is a sugar. It's a five-carbon sugar. So what you need to visualize in geometry is a pentagram. Ribose ain't nothing more than a pentagram, like Superman's chest or the Pentagon, right? A nucleic acid is a chain of nucleotides, and a nucleotide is a combination of three things, okay? A nitrogenous base, okay? There's five nitrogenous bases. You got adenine, you got Thymine, you got cytosine, you got guanine, and you got uracil. Uracil is only used in RNA when it's when you replicate in DNA. Okay, but when we're talking about DNA, it's replaced with thymine. They interchange one another depending on what it is. So you have those four right in DNA: adenine, thymine, cytosine, and guanine. All right, it's all it's also composed of a sugar such as ribose, okay, or deoxyribose, right? Then you have a phosphate group, okay? Now, this is how we're going to get into pi because Brother Polite was on um, the other night with Delta Blair, and he got into the term phosphorus, okay? And he was talking about Kemet, how phosphorus is connected to Horus because the word is within there, right? So phosphate ain't nothing but phosphorus with oxygen, with fire, okay? So it's Herokuti, okay? Now the, the, the symbol 
for phosphate is PI. What is PI? PI is pi, okay? So pi, along with sugar, along with a nitrogenous base, is a nucleotide, right? So you think of that as one link in a chain. Put a bunch of links together, you got yourself a chain, and that chain is a nucleic acid, okay? So deoxyribonucleic acid, that's his basic breakdown, okay? Now, if you compare DNA to a twisted ladder, okay, if you could visualize that twisted ladder in your mind, unwind that ladder till it's straight, till it looks like a regular ladder so I could break down this structure, okay? Y'all still with me? Yes, sir. All right. The size of the ladder is the phosphate sugar backbone, okay? That's that ribose, that pentagram, and that's that phosphate, that pi, the pi and the pentagram, pentagram and the pi, okay? The difference between a pentagram and a hexagon is that a hexagon or cube contains, okay, like the three religions, like your brother A.A. Rashid and Valentine has broke down on many occasions the box. Okay, a hexagon is a box, it's containment. A pentagram is expression. That's why when you compare it to the genders, a man is a cube or a hexagon or the, or the star of David. Okay, David, DVD, the same as TWT or TVT, and that's where Tahuti comes from. That's how that connection falls up in there, right, with Hermes and the principles and the principal agenda. Now, the expression with woman, right, emotion. Everybody says the difference between a man and a woman is man is logic, right, and woman is emotion because a woman is expressive and a man is introverted. You know what I'm saying? We're more logical and brain and, and, and logistics with our thought process, and they're more emotional and expressive with their process. That's why they represent the pinnacle. We represent the, the hexagon, and the combination of those two creates the structure of the nitrogenous bases that are going to make the steps to this ladder, okay? So we got the pentagram and the pi as the size, the rungs or the steps of the ladder are the nitrogenous bases. And then when you twist that and turn it, that's how you make the helical DNA structure, okay? Now, earlier I was talking about the heart, right? The heart's beat or its wave, this wavelength that it creates is what dictates the braiding of the DNA, okay? The reason why the DNA is braided is to compress it, okay, to compress it. If y'all remember Transformers, the first one, when they finally found the cube or the all spark in Hoover Dam, right, Bumblebee mm-hmm. walked up to it. Remember, Bumblebee represents Tom Array. You know what I'm saying? It represents Kemet because the symbol of the bee represented us. So he walked up in there, and he saw this huge allspark, and he touched it, and what happened? He compressed it. That's called impulsive fractality, okay? Impulsive fractality has to do with the, with the pi ratio and phi ratio, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into that, okay? But let's get back to the DNA. The heart, through its beat, creating this wave is called a phonon. Anytime you put sound through the medium of water, you have a phonon, okay? And it starts to braid the DNA to compress it, the same way that your computer compresses information. You take um, a word, right? And a word is in a sentence. A sentence is in a paragraph. A paragraph is in a page. A page is in a chapter. A chapter is in a book. A book is in a volume. A volume is in a library, okay? 
That's what's going to happen to your DNA. And guess what? It braids it seven times. This is how we get into the seventh seal, okay, the, 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 the Holy Seven Quran, okay? This is what the whole seven is talking about. It's talking about your DNA being compressed seven times over, all right? You could compare that to a strand of your hair, then you braid it into a plait, then you plait the plait and plait the plait. Those are waves on top of waves that is called nesting, where it's nesting inside of. There's waves, there's short waves that are inside of longer waves that are inside of even longer waves. And the thing that is telling this braiding thing to take place is the beating of your heart. If your emotion and your love is getting pushed forward like your left foot, like when you look at Kimmin and everybody's walking with their left foot, then that heart is going to dictate how your DNA gets braided and compressed, right? And I'm going to explain why that is so important. Now, there are these mechanisms or proteins that braid your DNA, and it's so powerful. Do you know what these proteins are called? No. No. They are called histones, H-I-S-T-O-N-E-S, histones. Whose tones? Histones, the father Mm -hmm. mind, right, the heart, histones. So his tones, it's, it's nine of them. It's eight that create a cube, and then there's one by itself, and I bet you it has the shape of a, pen, of a pentagram. You got the pentagram, you got the box again, a get-together, right? And what happens is they start to braid this DNA, and they flip it one way, they flip it another way, they flip it another way until you have what you call a chromosome, which is the X or the Y, okay? That is the compressed, the seven times over braiding of your DNA, okay? Now, chromosomes are holographic projectors, okay? Y'all know the word hologram? Mm-hmm. You, you, know, you know how they always talk about we living in the dream. This is a hologram, right? Yeah, if, right. If you break that word up, what is it? It's hollow and it's gram. What is hollow? Empty. Empty. What is gram? It's a measurement. There you go. It's a measurement or it's weight or it's mass, hologram, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's a holographic projector. This is what your, your your chromosome does. It is projecting your reality. You know what I'm saying? All right. Mm-hmm. So let me let me let me go back. I'm gonna take a quick breath. All right, now. Your 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 nitrogenous bases are broken into two parts. You got the purines and you got the pyrimidines. I brought this up before when I was talking about mitochondria about a month ago. Now, pyrimidines is pyramid, pyrimidines, right? Then you got purines. So the steps of the ladder of your DNA are pure pyramids, right? The pyrimidines are a hexagon, okay? And they compose of um, the thymine and the cytosine. Your purines are a pentagon and a hexagon put together, and that is uh, adenine and guanine, okay? So adenine combines with thymine, A to T, cytosine with guanine. That's what, This is where you get A, T, and T from. You know how they say connecting your world and all that? When you look at the emblem mm-hmm. of it, it's a sphere with those with them stripes around it. What that is, is it's a histone, right? It's a histone 
braiding your DNA around, connecting your world. Okay? That's why they call it AT&T, because A connects with T. Adenine connects with thymine. All right? So adenine with thymine, guanine with cytosine. Adenine with thymine, guanine with cytosine. These connections right here are the bonds. Now, they bond by way of hydrogen, and these hydrogen bonds connect two bonds with adenine and thymine that connects three bonds with guanine and cytosine. So you got that 2-3 ratio again. Okay, what's so important about this 2-3 ratio? All right, now, let me talk about prime numbers real quick, okay? I talked about transformers earlier, optimus prime. You got primitive, okay? You got prime numbers. What does prime mean, okay? A prime number is a natural number. Okay, it can only be divided by one and itself. The word prime denotes the first, before, to poor, and beyond. These are the definitions. The first, before, to poor, or beyond. Now, what this means is that prime is outside of time. The first and before, before meaning before the beginning, mm-hmm. right, uh, can be perceived as the past. Tupor relates to the waters or mem or the portal, right, which is the action or the now, okay, or Aquarius, which is the current age that is taking place, right? Okay, it's a door, it's a portal, it's a gateway. This is the present. And lastly, beyond deals with the future, and beyond is the and beyond as the prefix meta. Now, these descriptions of prime show how it encompasses time and it's outside of it. Now, that's just breaking down the word prime. Optimus prime means the uh, the the most noble prime. That's what optimus is in Latin. Okay. Now, DNA or deoxyribonucleic acid consists of nitrogenous bases and a sugar phosphate backbone. The bases are the steps of the ladder, and the sugar phosphate are the strands. I'm just repeating this so y'all get this, you know, because know thyself. We talk about ascension, we talk about growth, we talk about light bodies, but who knows what DNA is? Who knows the structure? Who understands it? That's why I'm going to Mm -hmm. reiterate these things over and over again, okay? Now, the two ends of the strands are named three prime and five prime, okay? Your DNA are are anti-parallel, so I want you to think of this ladder, okay? You got one side. You got the left side, you got the right side, you got steps, okay? The left side is read five prime to three prime. So let's just say from the top to the bottom. Let's say the top is called five prime, the bottom is called three prime, which means if it's anti-parallel, when you look at the right on, side of that ladder, yes. So that ladder forms yes. eight. Say right? again? That ladder forms eight. Yeah, 88, yes, 44. Right. So they go to 44. It is 44 fours, correct. As we explained in the uh, rule of 44, 44 as an anagram for this particular time is nothing but DNA because, you know, we're talking about ATCG, 4, and the double strands. So please continue. All right. So when you go to the other side, you're going to read from the bottom to the top. Okay, five prime on the bottom, three prime at the top. Now, why are they calling it prime? Why are they calling it five and three prime? Why those particular numbers? Okay, now three and five, three of three and three prime and five prime are prime numbers. 
DNA is read from the five-prime to three-prime direction. Three and five are also numbers in the Fibonacci sequence, where each corresponding mm-hmm. number is the product of the previous two. Each preceding number is the difference of the previous two. When dividing three and five, the quotient is 0.618. When dividing five, three, the quotient is 1.618. These two numbers, phi and phi, are also part of a divine arithmetic by the name of the phi or phi ratio, or the golden ratio. The golden ratio equates to the golden spiral, which in turn yields the double spiral and helix of the DNA. So the reason why this DNA is spinning in a helical fashion in this golden spiral uh, 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 architecture, right, has to do with this five and this three. Let me go back to three real quick, okay, when I've talked about the, the corresponding numbers, okay. If you add one and one, you get two. If you add two and one, you get three. If you add three and two, you get five. If you add five and three, you get eight. If you add eight and five, you get 13. That sequence is called the Fibonacci sequence. Okay, I'm not giving it to him. He's just a rediscoverer. He's the one who got the credit for it in modern day, but he ain't right. the person mm-hmm. who created it. You know what I'm saying? Now, but if you divide, yeah, go ahead. I don't want to take you off your wisdom, but it's important for the family to begin to research all of the original texts that were written that these people have gotten their knowledge from and also the miscredit for, you know, discovering these things because we must remember that they were getting them out of books and they were just taking right. a few pages out of the books, and it was becoming it's becoming like this is what their whole, you know, this is what society is built on, but it's a whole book left of stuff that we have to begin to translate because it's written in Arabic, and then they, and then when the Caucasians got it, they, read it in, they wrote it in German, and they wrote it in French. So all of the Moorish treatises and things like that that were written, it, we need to have that because that's the blueprints that we have to use for power because those are the blueprints that they're using. But go ahead. Right, right, exactly right. And what I'm trying to say is your DNA, I'm going to go through the structure, I'm going to go through the possibility and the potential of what you can do with your DNA. When you understand that, then what you'll find out is that book and that library is actually your DNA. You can access it and it has all that information. It is self-prophesizing in its own. Okay, let me let me give you a quick a quick uh, uh, summary of what DNA is. Okay, and then I'm going to go back to what I was saying before. DNA is a toothpaste tube. Imagine a toothpaste tube, right? Toothpaste, yeah, right? Yeah. DNA is a toothpaste tube for squeezing out the charge acceleration of biological self awareness through light speed into star inhabiting and stabilizing force. That's what your DNA does. It squeezes charge acceleration. What is charge? Energy, power, acceleration, right, into biological self-awareness, into the spacesuit that you got. Through light speed, through light speed, we're talking superluminal, tachyons, when you're going past light speed, you know what I'm saying, into star inhabiting and stabilizing force. How do you all think all these stars keep popping up? How do you think they're born? They're born from our DNA. We create them. Our DNA implodes. They implode. And that energy that implodes inside our DNA, it forms our world, and it it reappears in other space and time as star systems. We're creating our reality as we go. 
That's not just here in our body. It's everything external from us because within comes first. Doubt. Exactly. Now, the Fibonacci sequence, like I was saying before, when you define those numbers, I mean, not define, uh, divide those numbers either way, whether you divide like 5 into 8 or 8 into 5, you're either going to get 5, which is 1.618, or you're going to get fee, like the word fee, like a price, 0.618. And these numbers are, that's the creator right there. The creator expresses himself through geometry. Okay, that is his physical sure. representation. All right. That's how he speaks. What's so what's so powerful about Fibonacci sequence is the fact that this one point six one eight and this zero point six one eight is what you call um, infinite distribution or infinite compressibility. Okay, infinite compressibility. How you visualize that is if you put a seed in the ground to grow a tree and you put a camera up, right, and you you record. Right, this this process of this tree growing out of the seed. Let's say it takes ten years. You know what I'm saying? But you're recording mm-hmm. this process of this whole giant ass oak tree coming out of the seed. Right now, if you take that tape and you rewind it, you will see that the tree will, as it gets smaller, will spiral back down all the way until it goes right back into that seed. So that whole tree was in that seed. That would be called infinite compressibility where it is collapsing upon itself but non-destructively, meaning it is creating itself a vortex or a wormhole. That's what your DNA does. Infinite distribution is planting that seed in the tree growing, where it's growing up like a spiral, and each is called phyllotaxis. Y'all can look that up, P-H-Y-L-O-L-L-O-T-A-X-I-S, phyllotaxis, where the branches of the tree come out in a spiral fashion. The leaves on the branches come out in a spiral fashion. Why? Even distribution. Everybody gets an equivalent amount of chlorophyll, minerals, water, sunlight. That goes both ways, okay? The impulsive fractality is another word of saying centripetal force. Centripetal force is your DNA creating your world, okay? This energy, this magnetism going down, Excuse me, if you're looking down overhead at a bird's eye view over your DNA, it'll be ten-sided, like the shadow of a dodecahedron. A dodecahedron is a geometrical polygon that has 12 sides. But when you're looking at it, its shadow or its perimeter only has ten sides, okay? So when you look down at DNA, it is a dodecahedron, okay? And when you look down in it, it's a hole. If this magnetism or this charge acceleration goes through this hole, and as your DNA is going through impulsive fractality, it's this spiral that's getting smaller and smaller, smaller like a tornado or a funnel, like when you when you drain your sink or when you flush your toilet. When it gets finer and finer to that needle point, it hits superluminal speed, and what happens is it hits centripetal force, and mass is created in your world. This is how magic is formed. This is how we're able to create our destiny, our goals, okay? This is how we can go to sleep and wake up and be Bruce Lee because it is all in our DNA. We just have to wake it up. Now, DNA is like a slinky. Picture a slinky, right? Spiraling, right? Now, if you compact a slinky and and you keep compacting it down, what you're going to have is a donut, and that donut is called a torus. This is how I'm going to get back into Mars and Scorpio. 
You know, I never left from what I started from. A Taurus is a donut. Y'all know about the Large Hadron Collider, right? CERN out there in Geneva, right? Yes, sir. Okay. How that works is what they're doing is a hadron or hadron is when you take an atom and you take its electrons away and it's nothing but the neutrons and the protons. And what they're doing is they're accelerating it around this donut real fast until they collide. And when they collide, they're going to create mass. They're going to create heaviness. You know what I'm saying? And weight. And they're trying to replicate what happened in the beginning so they can have more understanding of the original people. You know, we got it in us. We don't have to build no machine. You know what I'm saying? So this donut. Are they trying to create a new world or a new yeah, they're, they're, or a wormhole? They're, they're trying to, yeah, they're trying to, cre- they're trying to create an escape, an escape from inevit- inevitability. You know what I'm okay. saying? They're trying to do externally what, what is going on naturally in us and trying to offset what's going naturally in us and hitch a ride. They're trying to take a taxi cab. So this Taurus, T-O-R-U-S, right, this is the photon belt that we are going to be, well, actually we're currently in and has everything to do with 2012. It's the donut, okay? Now, Taurus, just like the sign, Taurus. Right? They're connected. They're one and the same thing. When you think of Scorpio, think of Taurus. Taurus represents the neck. You know what I'm saying? It is the step down of the ether plane into the physical plane because your mind, your brain, your limbic system, your thoughts, all those etheric energies reside in the upper brain, in the upper, in, the, in your head, in your mind, okay? Now, your neck is the connection of your head to your shoulders and the rest of your body. That is where you speak from. That is your pillar, you know, that holds the skull up, the, the, the crest and the mountain up, okay? The Taurus is actually how you're able to see color, okay? Photons, protons, atoms have a Taurus shape. And they're they're consistently imploding on themselves. Okay, I know that's kind of hard to visualize, but you got to think of a donut, a donut, and that hole is a vortex that's continuously sucking. Okay, now when you see color, the only thing that is is a particular angle of that donut facing you. That's why sometimes you're chilling and you see them colors, and they come and they go. You know what I'm saying? Those are angles of photons that you're seeing the color of. If it hits you at like a 45-degree angle, you might see red. You got a 90-degree angle, you're going to see green. That's how your TVs work. These are these are donuts that are all at the same angle in particular parts on your television when, that, when the waves are transmitted so you can see the color on your TV. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Y'all following? Absolutely. Yeah, we have. Absolutely. Okay, okay. So, the Taurus connection, okay? Taurus representing relationships, right? And I mean, our relationship representing money, and then Scorpio representing relationships with money, okay? The donut or the, the, the actual physical part of the donut will represent the Taurus, like your neck, right? But the vortex, the hole that is doing the sucking, the depth, that's the Scorpio. And by it getting getting sucked in and then distributed out underneath and then repeating that, that's that phoenix. That's that phoenix because what makes the Scorpio so powerful is that it represents all the elements, 
you know, it, it's already a water sign. You know what I'm saying? When you think of the scorpion, the scorpion, that's earth. When you think of the the um the snake, that's actually water as well because of how it moves and it slithers. You know what I'm saying? Then you got the eagle, and the eagle represents the air. And what represents the fire? The constant rebirth of that vortex in that Taurus is that phoenix bird. So you have all those elements that then give birth into Ophiuchus, which is the dragon that comes in between Scorpio and Sagittarius, that 13th sign. All right? Now, let's go back to the DNA. DNA, when you look at the double helix, you get 10 nucleotide bases per 360-degree revolution. So if I spin the DNA just one time, right, it gives me 10 steps of the ladder. Now, if you divide those numbers, what you're going to end up getting is 36. 36 is half of 72, which is the pentagram again. Remember, I told you pentagram represents expression. Hexagon represents containment. Now, the measurement of those 10 nucleotide bases, when you measure, measure the actual length of it, you got 34 angstroms. Angstrom is a real small, small measurement. You can only imagine how small DNA is, right? The width of it is, is 20 angstroms. 20 to 34 is pi ratio right there, 1.618. You're going to find it everywhere you go. If you look at your hand, the tip of your finger to your first knuckle, right, then you take that knuckle to the next knuckle, the ratio of those lengths, 1.618. Your finger mm-hmm. to your palm, 1.618. Your hand to your forearm, 1.618. Your whole yep. body is created that way, okay? So all you got to understand what you were saying. It's all geometrically uh, built. Balanced. Exactly. Everyone is born in perfection numerically. Now, yes. the shit that you do morally and all that to downgrade those different aspects, that's on you. But how can you be born in sin if you was born mathematically perfect? Oh, to oh show, yeah. yeah. To show I'll tell you how, you how you were born in sin. You know how you was born in sin? Because people oh. looking at the word incorrectly. Look at trigonometry. What is S-I-N? It's not sin. It's sine and cosine. They talking about tangents. They talking about exactly. geometry. Yeah, you born in sin. They I have us wanna, feeling wanna, bad wanna, about our... And they show you that in the digital realm. Hold on. In the digital realm, that's where it's represented in the realm, like I said, the realm of what people are deeming virtual realities and and, um, CGIs and things of that nature. It's all numerics. When you're building those beings in that world, it's all numerics. So the same thing that's being done there has been done on a higher plane with you, young man. Correct. Now, look, I don't, I don't, I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to interrupt your wisdom, but it's ten o'clock. I want to open the line for the brother Will, just yeah, to have definitely. him in on the call because I know he has a perspective on being born in sin as well. That would segue perfectly into this conversation. So, caller from the six o two, peace. Peace, brother. How you doing? Peace. peace. All is well. Peace. Yourself. Peace. Oh, everything's cool. Everything's cool. Absolutely. We are here in the 10 o'clock hour. I do want to make the announcement and let the family know that we will be bringing a brother on 
for part two of this segment. You know, he's going to finish it like Mr. C. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I went over and I created, a, you know, there's a second show as well that now has been extended from uh, 11 to 1. You know what I'm saying? If you would probably stay with us, I know you're in a different time zone. Oh, that, a that's a little bit lighter for you, right? So yeah, we can rock out tonight. You know what I'm saying? We're going to make a special because he's going to be building on 722, which is pi as well. And if right. we understand the aspects of September being the number 7, 722 will be at midnight. So we'll be building about pi on pi, doing our pi ritual. So is there something that you would like to add on in terms of sin? Do you see a sin-shin connection? Well, sin uh, is uh, uh, um, a word translated from uh, shin. Um, um, 21 is short of mastery. So shin has a value of 21. It also has a value of 300. So right here at the scales of ma'at is the whole the whole concept of sin or shin right here at the scales of ma'at. At the scales of ma'at or Libra is uh, the whole Garden of Eden story uh, right here. So we're not born well what they say that here at this at the scales of here at Libra is where we taste the forgetfulness so what the what a Sethian type government does is have us chasing the cycles of the moon in other words right here where you're supposed to taste of the the divine wisdom the Sethian type consciousness set us in the motion to tip the scales in other words the um how you tip the scales and get involved in the sin is the number 14. And that's the Sethian power, using the number 14 to tip the scales, to constantly tip the scales. In other words, um, you know, we got 14 karat gold chains around our necks, <laughs> you know, a 401K, that's the number 14. So they're always tipping the scales. And right here is the letter uh, Q in the alphabet. So you have the Q tip right here is where, you, where they tip the scales. Right here is the scales of my eye. Where we supposed to be, uh, you know, where we move forward into the darkness because Saturn is associated with learning. So this is the where the sun falls into the darkness, or this is the whole concept of falling in love. When you get right here, is where the pen goes into the ink. So it's all associated with learning. So they take right here, and, and at this, you know, this point right here is where the, the deception starts. This is this the deception point in the whole game right here. This is when the Mm. Tricks begin to be played, you know, following the white rabbit around the cycles of the moon. So, um, we're, we're, yeah, we're born in sin, but we're also tricked into um, to overindulgence in sin. You know what I mean? It's, it's, um, the uh, Vegas being the city of sin, so it has this shin-type energy, the 21 energy. I want to add to what the brother was saying at the beginning. He was talking about iron and Mars because it was very interesting because you know, it, it takes me right to Iron Mike Tyson, and this is the year of the tiger. And I don't know if those who saw the year, uh, not uh, what was the movie? Um, uh, what was the movie? Hangover Vegas. in Vegas. Well, yeah, yeah hangover. hangover in Vegas. Hangover, Hangover. Yeah, Hangover. Yeah, tiger. Yeah, hangover. Yeah. yeah so here's tiger. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson with the tiger. You know, and this is this this is symbolic of Jupiter and Jupiter, and this is the year of the tiger. And this is very important because Mike Tyson bit off Holyfield, Holyfield's ear in the third round. Now, this goes right to the mythos of Jesus when the uh, ear of the soldier was sliced off by Peter. So this is the cutoff of communication of the being, being cut off uh, from the right side of the brain because, you know, you cut off the right side, <clears throat> you cut off communication. Now, the Holyfield. Yeah, so you notice in, in the movie 
these guys woke up in a drunken stupor. So this is the whole thing tied in with Venus because Venus is the grapes, okay? And um, right here is where the grape harvest is. This is the whole harvest con concept of being aware and conscious. And then when you're naked, you're, you're, you're supposed to be aware, but we're unaware. So it's tied in with the concepts of underwear and fruit of the loom, things of that nature, because Jupiter is the apple and uh, Venus is the grapes. So you have this <clears throat> Venus being a pentagram, Jupiter being a pentagram. So you have this 55 energy of this 10, this 10 man energy right here, the Alpha and Omega right here, where the Phoenix fell is where the Phoenix rides right right here. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So you know Michael Jackson said that this is it, and it breaks down to pi 722, and then you have Ti and Tip. He turned into Tip, which is where you tip the scales at. See. <clears throat> Excuse me, and uh, so you have this whole um, concept of uh, soldier boys right here because Wednesday you have you have a soldier boy and a soldier boy wears stripes so that's so that's Jupiter, and then uh, so you know nature always seeks to 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 balance and wed things so on a Wednesday is the wed day W E D or D U or when you say I do is D U W or the Mountain Dew <clears throat> so right here. You'll see where and uh, in, in it's it's hump day. Wednesday is hump day, so you have the camel hump, the whole camel right here, uh, tied in with the brothers smoking camel cigarettes in prison. You know, being released from prison, you're wearing the Jupiter stripes. I mean, you know, it's all it's all tied in. It's all connected. And um, the uh, what was that? Uh, Jamie Jamie Fox did that. Uh, what was that video? Uh, blaming on the alcohol. So we're dealing with. Here, this whole thing of being bamboozled again, or being tricked, or hoodwinked, having the you know the uh, wool being pulled over your eyes. Uh, He's VIP. Bad. Yeah, V is twenty-two, and then and you have pi right there, you know pi, and you know, and so we have the whole energy of the Last Supper, the super band right here, because uh, what you're gonna have is the Last Supper, a pi. So the um, whole concept of uh, pi are, are uh, you know taking part of the uh, the divine. Bringing the balance back is, is right here at this point. This is the point right here, uh, 722. And if, right. if I could add to that 722 real quick, um, the whole thing with DNA, when I was talking about the seven, braid, the seven braids of DNA and the seven seal, you know, mm -hmm. DNA is composed of uh, creating amino acids, and it's 22. You got 20, you got to start and you got to stop in order for you to create your proteins or create you know, mass or something in your world. So the 22 over 7 fraction of pi has to deal with the amino acids um, sitting over those seven braids, those um, seven chakras, or those seven seals. Wow, that's beautiful because, uh, you know, the, the initial, um, where, you know, where we used to, what we're supposed to read is from right to left. So you have the, the basic construct of was the, you know, the, uh, Seven two the seven seven basic shapes in the alphabet, and then you have the twenty two letters, which also give you that pi ratio. So you climb in the ladders, you climb in the letters. You know, it's the, it's the same thing. That's that's beautiful. Yeah, the he the Hebrew twenty two Hebrew letters. Yep. Right, right, and that and that ties right into the seven chakras, and then we have twenty two nerve ganglia going up, you know, up the spinal column. Correct. Yeah. So that seven twenty two. You know, like I said, you know, this is the year of the tiger. The uh, this is where the this is the the rainbow. This is where the rainbow ends. Um, you notice that um, 
I have a picture on the blog talk where you can see that the alphabet shifts at Q. You go from A to P, and then there's a shift right there at Q because Q has a value of 17, and we have 17 muscles in our tongue. And then you see the sperm inside the ovum, the tongue inside the mouth, you know, the whole tribe called Quest, the quest for fire. So this is where the fire is right here. This is where the phoenix rises from the ashes in the, in mm. the year of the tiger. <clears throat> Excuse me. Definitely, definitely. Whew. <laughs> yeah, and you also said 17 deals with uh, Osiris, right? Yes, yes. 17 is Jupiter. You know, we 17 is the pentagram because 1700 is 5 o'clock. So you're dealing with this whole fire, you know, um, the throat chakra, which is the fifth chakra, which makes makes us the blue man by activating the throat chakra. So that's how you have, you know, the, the whole blue man, the blue avatar, because of the activated throat chakra. And that's funny because when you get into the throat chakra, you're talking about the thyroid, and the thyroid deals with um, iodine, and iodine is purple, so you're getting into the blue family there. Yeah, you know, yeah. in order for you to make T3 and T4 to control your metabolism, you have to have iodine in order to create those particular hormones. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, This, I mean, this is a whole thing where, you know, um, Janet Jackson exposed her breasts, and you got all these people around here naked. This ties into Jupiter being stripped because he has the stripes. Because whenever there's going to be a, a sexual intercourse, you're going to be you're going to be stripped. And you're going to be stripped quickly if the, if, the, if the intention is really high. And like you guys said, the sexual energy is really high right now. So that's, that's, right. that's connected to being stripped naked, you know, the naked truth, you know, O.J. with the naked gun. Uh, you see Erica Badu, she's stripped. Uh, R. Kelly, the Pied Piper, which is Jupiter, made a song, you know, stripped for you. Uh, who else? Uh, Kanye just had a uh, stripping video last month. So you see this whole stripe, uh, strip energy because Jupiter rules Sagittarius, which is all water and abstraction, so anything to do with water, like current or currency, so that that, rec that represents also economic collapse because that's the scales of my eye. That's the black horse, and if you can see this on Jay Z's video, it's the black horse, and he has the scales on his jacket, and he's holding up the number 22, and there's seven bottles right there. And I wanted to talk more about that shin energy. Um, that's also tied in with bowling. This is this is really important because a perfect score is 300. And mm -hmm. oh, also I wanted to say this too. Midnight tonight, we're still in Shin all the way till noon. See, the the day shift at noon. That's something they kept from us. But the day is actually shift at noon. So high noon will actually be the 22nd. Tomorrow will still be the 21st. So the days go from noon to noon. So anyway, this Shin energy, this 300 energy, and I was talking about being in a drunken stupor. Our leg bones, you know, our shin bones, or if you look at a wine bottle, you see that our, our our shin bones are the design of wine bottles. And so when you're bowling, you have these gutter balls, you have the wine all falling in the gutter, this whole type of energy. So, um, and, then, and then when you're playing, uh, when you're bowling, you have the kingpin in the center. And the kingpin represents Osiris. I mean, it's us. So you have these ten pins, but then you have the kingpin. And then you have this ball, or this this whole perception of this power. You have three, what is it, three holes in the bowling ball? Yeah. Yeah, so you have that 111 energy knocking down those pins, you know. And uh, it's like uh, the uh, if you want to uh, 
like and even in the drug scene, you want to get rid of the the uh, crew, you get rid of the kingpin. So you hit the kingpin, and that's what they did. You know, it's the same uh, concept with pool. You put English on the ball, and and you then you do the break. So that's whole thing tied into breaking news. You know, that's what they did with uh, Brother Malcolm X, the guy um, when they when they murdered Brother Malcolm X. The guy said, "Get your hand out of my pocket." So this whole thing is tied into you know to the pool table or breaking news because you you put the right words on or English on the ball and put it in position, it will cause the break. So this is I mean it's all about speech and using words and trickery and things of that nature. You know the the Joker and then the ignorant masses. So like I was saying, this is where we become wise or we go into a drunken stupor. Can I can I ask you this, brother? Oh, if sure. I live in another, being that this show is global, if I live in another part of the globe and we speak a different language, you know what I'm saying, and we utilize different symbols, how does that apply? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, does that apply differently? I don't Because you would have to interpret, you would interpret words differently. Would you interpret words differently? What I'm saying is, you and we're interpreting English spell words, and you know, okay. if I was, if I had Arabic words or you know Chinese script, I wouldn't, you know, how would I interpret those? Oh well, I mean, I don't know how many letters are in the alphabet, but all 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 speech is based based on mathematics. Um, you, okay. you look at the see, and these mathematic codes are tied into. The flow of energy, it's like, you know, you have tw- we have 26 letters in the English alphabet, and there's 52 weeks in a year, so that's 360 degrees. And you notice right there, the letter Q, there's the word trust, <laughs> there's the word rescue, so you have this whole energy of being rescued or saved right here at, at you know, at, at the uh, area of 17. So like I was saying, it's, it, everything is based on mathematics, so the interpretation mm-hmm. right. would be a mathematic interpretation because my interpretation is a universal is language. Yes, it's a universal language. remember, like, take this for instance. When they went to save uh, Michael Jackson, right, when they reported that he had the coma, the ambulance was number 17, and I think the fire truck was 71. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, through symbolism, right, the symbolism and the numeric speaks a universal language. Yeah. You know, our and our quote unquote alphabet is just the codex of which it, it, it breaks down to a certain numeric frequency that, you know, corresponds to the words, the same way that I could take a word in English and run it through Gematria and give you a Kabbalistic understanding. It's the yes. frequency. Yes. Yeah, and the but way they I well, that 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 intelligence is speaking to the DNA is what you're speaking about. How yeah. you're explaining now the internal process of how the self interprets symbolism mm-hmm. and deducts it into a numerical geographical configuration for you to understand it. So yeah. all of this is encoded because your blood is is what in the form of crystals, yeah. right? Quartz. Mm-hmm. So you you have this codex. These light frequencies, what we're saying is resonating to every cell and DNA to your body, whether you overstand it or not, yes. you're going to have pleasant dreams. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we're dealing with, um, 
when we we speak like this and we do this decoding, we're dealing with abstraction. Because one thing that I've discovered that everything is abstract and things really truly have the meaning that you place on them. And it means that one, you know, idea doesn't mean just this and that's all that it means because it's connected to everything else. So that's why yeah. I say we got where you get right here and you hoodwink a person and you talk him into the concepts of ideas of this and that are true and false. And these concepts are concepts of ignorance, you know, uh, where life is not just true or false because it's abstract, because everything is connected. We're in a 300, you know, 360 degree circle. Up is down and down is up. You know, the uh, hangman being the 12th card of the tarot and Saturn being, you know, L or, you know, the letter L or 12. So this is where you turn upside down because in order to be born, we eventually have to turn upside down. Even in our mother's womb, we have to turn upside down. You either, we either do it willingly or we get flipped upside down. <laughs> you know, so this is right. the whole um, archetype uh, this whole um, thing. Of, I'm sorry, go ahead. Indeed. No, Brother KT. Yes. I wanted you to braid your, you know, your dissertation into what was being said and what's left here at this particular point where you could continue weaving where you were going with the DNA so we could bring it collectively together home. Okay, well, you know, like the brother was just talking about, we're, it's, it's, we're all connected, you know what I mean? And we're connected by way of this DNA. I mean, shoot, grass has DNA. Mustard seed has DNA. Everything has DNA. What makes us different? Our awareness. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So by by looking at things abstractly, you're able to see how everything is connected. You know, and, and in my opinion, the brother's brilliant because he's giving maybe um, <laughs> an encyclopedia worth of information in four or five sentences by connecting certain things. You just got to sit there and, and listen to what he's talking about, but it's all relative. You know, your, your DNA, when they're talking about, you know, increasing it 12 strands and, 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 and all that, only thing they're talking about is the braiding. They're talking about compressing it, compressing it, you know, recursive compression. Okay, wavelengths and phase velocities both add and multiply in golden ratio. Okay, because they're able to do that, that symmetry can turn compression to acceleration. That's gravity, acceleration, that's gravity. Charge, compression, mass making to charge acceleration, which is gravity making. So you create gravity and you create mass, so you create in your realm, you create in your world. You know what I'm saying? The 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 uh, DNA, that, that double helix that I was talking about, they all revolving around something. And the thing that is that they're 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 spiraling around is called the axis of symmetry. You know why do you need an axis of symmetry? Because we're talking about geometry. We're talking about angles of light. This whole thing is about angles of light and sound intertwining and dancing in order to create this hologram. You know what I mean? That's all it is. Recording. You know how people say you want to record, want to record some music or. You're taping to make something immortal, so you're recording it. What do you think braiding is? That's the recording. Mm -hmm. You're recording yourself. That's how you're creating yourself in history, using your histones. Right. I wanted to say something about this. Uh, this also 722. You know, we're dealing with uh, 
I don't know if you guys seen a lot lately, but the letter V, you see it everywhere, and we're talking which has a value of 22. And when a ship moves through the water, it creates what's called a wake, which is the letter V. And the faster that ship moves, the more, the bigger the V gets. So the the, the large, the greater the awakened state is increased by this this number 22 or this V. <clears throat> so I just wanted to step in there with that. Yeah, if I if I could jump off that now, what he just did was powerful because that right there is is a perfect example of superconductivity. If you think about a metal, you know what I'm saying? What what is a superconductor? Okay, you got copper, right? And it's, it conducts electricity. A superconductor is called that because it has no resistance. The energy is able to conduct through that thing like none other, and that's what your your DNA is. But in order to make a metal a superconductor, you got to freeze it like way below zero. It has to be super cool in order to do that. And and how I could describe how your electrons are affected along with the energy is through a weight. Just like how he said with that with that boat. When that boat is going through the water and it's making that V, those waves are disturbing, you know what I'm saying, of other other atoms that are moving real, real slow and it's creating that conductivity. So that that twenty two is connected with superconductivity, which your DNA is, except your DNA doesn't have to be super cool. It's able to do it on its own. Hmm. Yeah. While while you're talking about water and maritime KT the arc degree, I do want you to get into the scientific applications and meanings of oil rig while we on the topic because we didn't get to do it on the first oil show. Rig. Oil rig. Well, yeah, this is good that I'm on here with Will Seven 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 because this is going to be a bit abstract, but. When I was talking about mitochondria, I was breaking down oxygen, oxidation, and reduction. You know what I'm saying? Oxidation being the loss of electrons and reduction being the gain of electrons. Now, if you notice, they're hitting us with oil rig, oil rig, oil rig. But Mm -hmm. out of it, nothing is really happening. They're just hitting us with this, this news and with this information, right, because it's something to hit our subconscious mind. Now, in the world of chemistry and in the world of biology, the term oil rig is an acronym for oxygen oxidation reduction reactions because OIL, which is oil, means oxygen is loss of electrons. RIG is reduction is gain of electrons. So in chemistry, when they say oil rig, they're talking about redox. They're talking about reduction, and they're talking about oxidation. So what does that mean? On on April 19th, the solar flare occurred. You know, the sun has to deal with hydrogen, right? You got a solar flare. Solar flare hit, next day oil rig blows up. What is an explosion? What is fire? That's combustibility. That's oxygen. That's oxidation. You know what I'm saying? The reduction, water. You know what I mean? What is the energy that's being transferred in this particular reaction? The people's intention, the people's focus. The people's focus are being used and contained in order to push it in a particular direction. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Y'all still yeah, there? Just, just yeah, yeah. Yeah, the ox- the oxidation reduction reaction, the people's uh consciousness, you know, of the electrons of the energy that's being swayed, you know what I'm saying, for a chemical reaction. You know, water's the byproduct. Just like in your mitochondria, when you go through the electron transport chain, the byproduct is water. You know what I'm saying? Phosphor phosphorylate 
phosphorylation is the goal. You know, phosphorylation is when ATP is being created. And I told you all, ATP deals with energy, you know. So the synthesis of the stored energy to be drained for other purposes it was a sign of powerful energy exchange between the father, the mother, the daughter, and the son. you got to understand, when you're looking at the television and you're looking at pixels, you know, pixels have everything to do with pixies and pie. You know what I'm saying? It's all one thing. They're these torus, these little donuts that are all angled at a particular way so you can see these colors. They're going straight mm-hmm. to your subconscious mind, and it's hitting you. You know what I mean? Sort of so like a honeycomb, not, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Hitting, hitting it from different angles to to traject light in a particular pattern. So you got to understand TV strobe too. This is not just pictures. If you're standing outside of a room that has a television and you're not looking directly at it, you see flashes. These flashes are in sequences. You might see one, two, one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five, one, two. These are signals that are getting hit in your brain. You know what I'm saying? Then when they hit you with the words and they show you with the with the symbolism of oil rigs, your body is connected with that, so then your energy ends up getting used. They take your energy into like a battery and it's getting used for a certain direction. Now, I'm not necessarily saying they, like them, like agenda. I'm talking about overall because there's only one one agenda going on right now. And if the sun kicked off that solar flare, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Then the sun is responsible for the for the exchange in the energy and the process. So, you know, um, I just wanted to put that out there. You know, so y'all need to look agenda, that oil rig up and study reduction and oxidation. The agenda is transformation. Yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely. Ascension. Yeah. Ascend, yeah. Like the brother's talking about with Shin, ascend. Ascension. Mm-hmm. Mm. But yeah, that's that's oil rig, rig. Oxidation is loss of electrons, reduction is gain. And what I mean by that, let's just think of a water molecule, okay? H2O. You got two atoms of hydrogen. You got one atom of oxygen. Oxygen has eight electrons floating around, and hydrogen just got one. So the oxygen is going to hog electrons from somebody else because he's the big boy. You know, the hydrogen is going to give electrons up. You know what I'm saying? So oxidation is loss of electrons, the hydrogen got oxidized. You see what I'm saying? The oxygen got reduced. Blowing up an oil rig, that's oxidation. That's straight-up explosion. You cannot have combustion without oxygen. You know what I mean? Everybody made up with money, and then they had BP included up in there. I know the brother can, can drop some information on BP, you know, and, and, and I know that symbol they got... Um, that that green yellow uh, symbol they got that geometrical shape. Yeah, well, hmm. I mean one thing you know with that, that whole oil spill also you know that took place is uh, oil in the water because uh, you know like uh, every 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 concept or things that take place on this rim are a mirror of something or mirrors just mirrors in other words it's like you put oil in the water that's just like ink in the water. And I was saying that this time of this time of year, as we go into the darkness, this is the pen and the ink. Uh, this is where um, the whole octopus concept comes from, where you, you know you're cornered in a position, and then you just spray ink, and then the masses can't see, you know, 
clear in the water unless you become like exactly. the octopus. You have to become like the octopus. So that's what the octopus does. When he feels cornered, he spray ink everywhere. In other words, he repeat 9-11 a thousand times, and he repeat al-Qaeda, you know, a million times, and that's just spraying the ink all over the place. <clears throat> and you can mm-hmm. see this took this same thing with this oil, you know, in the BP oil spill, B, B&P having a value of, you know, uh, 666. So you're having this... Uh, whole concept of where you have to turn upside down, <clears throat> excuse me, to really see what was going on because you're dealing with uh, putting a cap uh, on the oil. You, you're talking about putting the uh, the jet pillar on Osiris, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. So, yeah, um, oh, and also, you know, that took place on, uh, what was it, 420, and we're dealing with Jupiter, and then Jupiter I had yeah. 42. Clash of the Titans, Clash of the Titans came out for 42. Yeah. Yeah, and we, yeah, 4-2, exactly. Clash of the Titans came out. 42 is the number of Jupiter, the number of 10 as well. You know what I mean? Right. You know, and we're dealing with, uh, let me see, I had another number for you. Yeah, I think it was uh, 22 weeks from from that date, that oil spill, up until tomorrow, the 22nd, is exactly 22 weeks. So we have this whole master number right. here. And you uh, also tell them what the master number for tomorrow is as well. As it relates to 9-11, can you oh, drop that on the family? Nine years and 11 days from the last 9-11. Exactly mm-hmm. nine years and 11 days from the last 9-11. 7-22. So you have this whole mirror thing that took place. So this ties in with that whole global warming lie that was going around called the inconvenient truth. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, when you're, talking yeah. about con- when you're talking about convenience, you're talking about 7-11 because this is the seventh sign. And 11, and 11 is 722, which is pi. So you, this whole inconvenient truth is just pi. <laughs> that's so, that's why, so that's why 711 is a convenient store? Exactly. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and, and how convenient of, of, of a day or a year it is. That a lot of people ain't aware about is uh, most of that movie was filmed in Ethiopia. Which one? They they had us believing that they were in Greece and they were in Europe, but the mm-hmm. actual locations, if y'all research it, they were in Ethiopia, especially the Scorpion scene. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So we we in this whole Mars and Scorpio thing going on, and you know the whole movie was about war and about Mars, and yeah. you had the giant scorpions up in there and the Moors up in there, and they were in Ethiopia. And if you go to the original mm-hmm. Clash of the Titans back in the 80s, the king and the queen that we saw in this movie that was in that city, it was actually the king and queen of Ethiopia in the original. Now, if yeah. you think about the Scorpion King, you going back into pre-dynastic Kemet, like Brother Polite was talking about um, earlier, when you're going back to the original and to the prime. Who was, who was it that was talking about the Scorpions who were carving their names in Kemet? So I think it was Ampu. Somebody was talking about that. Okay. But that movie, well, yeah, that movie yeah, yeah. That's, that's, he was he was talking about I know he was talking about the connection of Set and I set um making circuit in that age of Scorpio. Yeah, yeah, Ali, Ali, yeah. Ali Muhammad was dropping it yesterday in class. He was talking about the um the actual Scorpion Kings um ancient Kemet that um left you know, they left all kind of evidence of the return of the Scorpio Kings and the Clash of the Titan movie 
was definitely on point because the the moors that they shown are the Berbers, otherwise known as the Toregs, otherwise known as the Blue Men. Henceforth, you get the whole Avatar sequence, and they were riding on the the Super Scorpios. That's right. They were they were they were the ones. The moors were the ones who were riding with that Scorpio energy and that force. They were the only ones that could tame the scorpion. You dig what I'm saying? Therefore, applying that the scorpion is the more, you know? And that whole movie, like, I, can, can we do this? And I'm sure that my people, the, the, the family on the line, the movie buffs, they will love this uh, treat that we're about to bestow upon them. Can we do 11 to 1 or whatever time, you know, whatever time in that segment, just go straight in on movie breakdowns. And I'm talking about we don't have to keep it linear. We could just go in and decode many movies and, and, and give them the treats. Well, that sounds good, man. Without a doubt. Yeah, no speaking doubt. of Moors, too, speaking of Moors, and we're talking about this whole pie thing, I almost forgot. Let's talk about Kemet. Let's talk about what the letter M stands for on the walls of Kemet. That's the owl. And what's coming out September 24th, but the, the Legend of the Guardians, Owls of Gahul which is going to be the next the next level in, in, in pretty much animated films where they're really doing a huge crossover because if you take them 3D glasses into that movie to see that film, that thing is going to push your way all the way back because they're stepping it all the way up and they're talking about our story real heavy. The whole movie is about owls, the whole movie. It ain't just an owl up in there. Oh, hands down, definite. How they got the whole trailer set up how they're narrating and everything like that, and the fact that the owl represents the moor. It represents Kemet, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah 360 definitely. degrees, being able to spin that neck around and see 360 degrees. Right. Wow. Yeah. Fly with no sound at night. No sound. Yeah. Yeah. Owl is something else, you know what I'm saying? Also about, take uh, into account, when we talking about the owl, we're also talking about Ohio, which is the Buckeye State. Okay, so we're talking about the home of the Serpent Mound, Ohio Territory, Ohio Valley, being one of the most coveted places on this continental United Mound. States because of its spiritual significance and it being the heart of the chakra system. If you laid this, uh, the continent, the continental United States out, you know what I mean? You would see that Ohio was more so the heart chakra. So mm. that's a very key place. And it was, made, you know, it was it was signified as an owl, the Buckeye yeah. State. And I'm if you put you the V, the brother was talking about the the V equal in twenty two. If you put V in front of owl, then you got the vowel. That's right. You know, and then you got right. vowel and you got L. You know, God's right. vow. Yeah. You know, you don't right. even have to use your tongue or your lips in order to say A E I O U. That's just a direct resonance. Right. Well, you you know you know your vows at the alchemical wedding, and you you know it's the same thing because the vows are very sacred, and you see on the movie Percy Jackson, he knew how to move those vows around, in <clears throat> uh, the words you know and and and, and you know and do the tra- and go through the transformation and go into the upper room. You saw him get on the elevator and go into the upper room. Right now mm-hmm. they got a movie out called called The Devil, and it's right. all about an elevator. The elevator. Yeah. We know the devil. Is this an archetype of Pan or Jupiter? Because you see, um, uh, what is the name? Uh, Samuel L. Jackson. So we're talking about Sam, and we're talking about darkness and blackness. He did the movie of Black Snake Moan. We had the girl chained in the chains. 
So this is the whole concept of being chained to the cube. You can see this on the 15th card of the tarot, being chained to the cube. And because uh, Pan is, the, like I was saying, everything happened as a mirror because Pan or Jupiter is the god of the, the, the volcano. He's the Vulcan. So right there at uh, 420, we had the oil spill and we had the volcano erupt at the same time. Now, when you talk about volcano, Vulcan, we're talking about ashes. And we're talking about tomorrow's Ash Wednesday and the phoenix rising from the ashes. So I just wanted to throw that in there. <laughs> wow. So on the, e the equinox, right after uh, Ash Wednesday? Wednesday yeah. is yeah it is Ash Wednesday that's the and that is wow oh yeah. so there you have it there's nothing yeah. to talk about yeah, that's, look that's a mirror let's talk event. about let's talk about the power of the now versus you know the power of the now and also the power of the past being the only thing that, that dictates what the future is because there okay. is no 2020 there is no 2030 you create it as you go along. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying what the Caucasian has done is he he has us think that they know how to project themselves into 2030 or 2080 like that it's even possible to, for them to see that far, and it is impossible because one thing that does not exist, and that is the future. But there's no such thing as an end-of-the-world thing because we'll never end because we always was. So we talk about the power of the now, the power of grasping the moment, the magic being in the moment, not being 10 years in 2012, 2020, 30, 40, 50. Well, you know what? I'm, I want to say something about that because that, that, that's important because Jupiter is re definitely is, is this, represents this energy of being in the, in the now because he rules Sagittarius, which is water, which is abstraction, which is numbers, ciphers, all these type of things. And like I said, we live in a hall of mirrors. It's number of mirrors all around us. Everything is bouncing off each other. And this means that everything is predictable, that there's nothing random, and that things just happen in cycles. But what happens is we can't see these mirrors or these reflections when we're in turbulence inside. When that water is tossing and turning and we're following the cycles mm -hmm. of the moon because the moon controls emotion, Mm -hmm. When we're doing that, we're out of the out of the now. It's like you know, uh, what is with Christmas? You get presents in a box. Well, we're supposed to be present in this box, be in the now. So this whole concept of being, you know, tipping the scales and this whole Sethi and the Saturn type energy of waiting and the heavy weight or around your neck, you know, of waiting for something to happen and you know, always waiting on something that's come and you know because they have us afraid of what's to come and there's nothing to come because we fear what's far and far is an illusion and see you know the play on words and fear and far you can see it's the same words it's just the movement of the vowels so we're in fear of what's far but when we're present we see reflection all around us and we see that everything is in harmony and everything truly is in, in balance we can see ma'at all around us because when the waters are still you can see the moon above reflected in the waters below you can see the stars reflected and when you stand and you look in a mirror what's in front of you is behind you and what's behind you is in front of you and you're in the present and you're in the moment and when that happens i'm, I'm a witness man when you are quiet and you still inside you tap into the records it's just all out of the blue just revelations just come and you just you just start receiving just out of nowhere, man. It just hits you like bolt, bolts of lightning, you know. So th it's exactly. very important to be in the now and be present and not following the cycles of the moon and, you know, uh, and you know this 
concept of where I'm going to be in five years, ten years, twenty years. That's all an illusion. And coming in Africa, we never thought like that. We planted by the vegetables, but we didn't live our life by the vegetables. Because the Superman, he's crippled, he's spineless, he's a vegetable because he follows the cycles of the moon. The moon <laughs> is where the how the vegetables are grown. So we're not vegetables. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We, hold on. We, I want you to, I want you to, I want you to slow that up and preference that because you might have went past <laughs> people with that one. <laughs> he oh, says Superman. Is a vegetable. We talking about Christopher Reeves, y'all. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because a lot of <laughs> ritualistic things happen when he embodied that energy. He had to play the whole sacrifice of what Superman is. Yeah, he had to play the whole, thing, yeah, had yeah, to play the the whole thing. thing out. The Superman of the Superman is crippled because of encryption or kryptonite, which is words. And kryptonite mm. is green. So we're talking about vegetables. He is now, well, he's passed on now. Well, anyway, he became a vegetable because vegetables are grown by the cycles of the moon. And so we are considered to be vegetables because we follow the cycles of the moon. We're planning for the future and, you know, the retirement and all that old bullshit, (laughs) all that. That's all an illusion. It's all an illusion. And that's the thing is to take you out of the present moment and have you fear of what's to come, that the aliens and the reptilians and all these things are coming when you can be present and shut all that off, you know, and just shut all that off. So we're not vegetables. And when we right. are present. When, on the, on we, the moment. Yeah. And that's why I was talking about being in, you know, this whole water energy. You look at Kemet, greatest civilization ever built by water. And you and so this water, this, this uh, whole concept of mathematics and numbers all associated with water gives you the gift of gab. You go over there and you look in New York, you look everywhere where there's water. People are fast talkers. They're the city slickers. They're slick talkers because they buy that water, they, that, that magnetism, that water. Mm-hmm. But when we can't, we can tap into that when our own waters are still, though, and we can raise that vibration even higher and acceleration you know, of consciousness and awareness by being still and by being quiet and not, you know, looking forward to tomorrow and all these old types of things that they have us, you know, caught up in. Powerful, brother. Powerful. And, and that that's that's exactly what I was talking about, you know, in terms of DNA and the heart and the heart and your beat, because all of phonon waves is, is sound within the medium of water. So when you still, the only sound that should be going on is that heartbeat. And when you're able to do that, then what you have is, is somatics, cymatics. I know y'all heard of cymatics before right, right. when they when they do those those experiments, you put a little little sand or something, you know what I mean, on yeah. a drum and then you put mm-hmm. some sound and then Ow. you create these forms. These forms are gonna create it because you are still with yourself and because your emotions are, are right and exact and in doing that your heartbeat is gonna make a particular resonance that's going to create somatics within inside you. You're gonna form things based upon that beat. Now, if your waters are in disarray or in turbulence, like you said, because if you if you throw a big boulder in the pond, you see all the refractions of the waves colliding, all the chaos that you create. Right. You know what I'm saying? But exactly. if you leave that water alone and it's still, then that reflection is only one. Yeah, You're not going right. to get confused. You're going to see exactly who you are. So yeah, that's, that's a beautiful uh, um um, segue, you know what I'm saying, or, or elaboration on what I was trying to say earlier about the heartbeat, DNA, and how you form your world. Right. Yeah, you see who you are, and you don't need anybody or anything to validate you and come tell you because you see the Superman, he don't even know his story. They're talking about us. 
<laughs> he don't even know his story, and he thinks his story is in some glorious past when it's right in his face. It's all around yeah. him, and it's in everything. It's on a cereal box. It's everywhere. It's all around you. You know, and you just you be still, and you can see it, man. It, it's everywhere, and it's a beautiful thing. You know, it's always been in our face, you know. <clears throat> but the thing is that we see things only one way. We don't look at things in an abstract term. And in order to drink from a cup, you have to turn it upside down. In order to drink from wisdom, <laughs> you got to turn it upside down, you know. And we don't drink from a square cup. We drink from that which is round, 360 degrees. You know, and that's what does, it activates that right brain <clears throat> and, and the left brain. There's a, 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 a spot in the Bible where uh, the disciples are getting kind of pissed off because they wasn't catching any fish. And uh, in the mythos, Jesus so, was said, cast your, your nets over there on the right. And when they did that, both, bo both boats were full. And in other words, both hemispheres are full, and then your cup runneth over. You know, and you're not just firing on one side of the brain like you see in the dark night, uh, Harvey Dent. He's just all crispy and fried on, on the left side of his face. You know, when we can be, you know, crossing synopsis and waking up, you know, like the brother was saying, waking, activating that DNA. Because, man, I tell you, when, when you're using this fire, man, and you're spitting this fire like that, the kundalini starts rising because your brain is firing in a way that it has never fired, fired before because you're looking at a whole picture and you see – Everything is one whole instead of looking at it in parts, you know. You can see this with uh, people when they're standing outside the movie theater. They come out and you ask them, hey, so what do you know? You know, they always have a guy standing out there. So what did you think about the movie? Well, this part I didn't like and that part I didn't like. They don't see a whole picture. And then they just don't get it because there's a whole picture there. There's a whole story. And the, 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 the best way, uh, a great way to describe this is Jay-Z's video on to the next one. That video is broken up in so many pieces, but it's telling one story, the scales of the black horse, you know, riding with, and then the people got blinders over their eyes as the sun is coming off the wall into the fall season. And then you see the right shoe with the milk up under, that's Ophiuchus crushing that scorpion, because that's when you crush that scorpion, you're milking that scorpion. So, I mean, it's a beautiful thing, man. I'm just rambling. <laughs> And that fire you're talking about, that's fire ray, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah, fire yeah. that 1.618 and, and, and right. Amun Ra, the fire rock, yeah. you know, fire. That's how you get that energy, you know yeah. what I mean, um, in terms of power or life force. you yeah, got to use yeah. that 1.618 or that 0.618. That's how you're able to do infinite distribution, infinite compression. You, you'll never destroy yourself. You will right. always further in your creation and transform through right. those mathematics, you know, yes. you got the uh, your heart is fired through through fibers. They're called mm -hmm. Purkinje fibers, and that's five two fibers that hit right. you with this power and this force that creates the actual contractions of your heart in order to pump that blood to 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 stimulate those seven layers of muscles to create those vortexes. You're gonna see that phi or that fee yeah. everywhere when you're talking about money and there's a fee. You know, there's a percentage that they're asking for. C is right. zero point six one eight, and that is a percentage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you, yeah, and you got to have that balance. You got to have that sixth sense, though. You got to have that balance between that head and that heart, that copper, which is Venus, and that you know that uh, that ram, which is Jupiter. You know, so that that nickel and that penny, you have that sixth sense, copper. and you have those two balance, and you know, it's all she wrote. Because I, I'm a witness, man. I, I mean, my life was in turmoil as far as always trying to get somewhere, and there's nowhere to go. But when we have that balance, man, you you can see you clearly. 
uh, there's a, a depiction of a, what is the DreamWorks logo. And the guy, he's sitting on the moon, he's fishing into, into the sea. Or is he fishing from the sea? You see? <laughs> so Because it's the shape of the sea. So we want to get beyond sea. See? So we they have this whole sea energy because the moon controls our emotion. And he's sitting up on the still waters as master of the sea. The letter C, the sea, the water, they're all tied in together because C has a value of three, and that's the first number of pi. So to, in order to be able to see, we must be still. And, you know, Jesus came on board in the mythos, said, peace, be still, and that's just Jupiter. You know, using the ciphers and the mathematics and the codes and the numbers and quieting that storm that we have with inside of us. Instead of having, uh, what was the guy named uh, in Inception, I mean, he can navigate people's mind. You can only navigate people's mind when it's in turmoil and when it's in turbulence. And that's what he's talking about, using kryptonite and encryption by navigating people's mind who's trying to get somewhere, whose mind is in disarray, who's tossing and turning and worried about this and worried about that and, and holding on to what was. Oh, um, right. and I want you to speak on, hold on, hold on. We got hands up. We got hands up, and even though the show might end, these callers might not be with us. So I'm going to open some lines real quick. Okay. Um, I'm definitely going to open a line. I do want to say that's why I created, you know, the second part so we could straight do question and answers. Oh, so okay. this show is going to end at 11, and we're going to start a new show at 11. So you just come over to the next show, right, which is going to be a continuation of this show. Part two callers will be ready and able to ask a flurry of questions because I do see a lot of hands up as well. So with that, I want the brother, Um, you, you still want me to open the line? It's 10:53. No, no, no. We're gonna go to the. We're gonna do that in the next show. Right. I wanted the brother to build on. Um, and what was that last piece you just said? Oh, encryption. The whole aspect of encryption and how one can override, right? What we call the particular quote unquote cycles of time. If you beat your perceived quote unquote enemy to the punch by jumping on that frequency then you can break and, and uh, you know, unbrittle the entire encryption. Can you build on that and explain that? I'm sorry, say that again. I didn't quite understand what you said, brother. The aspect of two things not being able to occupy the same space. So how do you override the encryption? How do you override the encryption? Oh, like, yeah. um, by becoming more aware. Um that, that's how I do it, by becoming more aware and, and realizing that everything is your story. It's relative, that there's a story being told, and it's the same story being told in extensive repetition. No matter where you see it, horror, drama, comedy, it's the same story. But those who create the story have to find clever ways to try to make it look like it's new, and there's nothing new under the sun. We're in a cycle. So we just become more aware by realizing that everything, no matter what it is, it's relevant, you know, the, all the way down to, you know, the computer that you use and the, the mouse and the memory, you know, and a rat doesn't have any memory. And you just <laughs> you have to become conscious and aware of everything around you and, you know, your perception, and that's what it's all about, you know, what, what you perceive, because what happens when you're not aware, you're taking down the rabbit hole. 
and you get down the rabbit hole, it's drink this, eat that, and you get you get smaller here and you get taller here, and you got to follow all these instructions and bend and shape and be and conform to what other people want you to do, which are leaders, which is that lead Saturn, because Saturn's uh, metal is lead. So you have these leaders and, and dealers and all this type of stuff leading you down the rabbit hole, and you chasing these carrots, you know. Uh, and so it's it's just about becoming aware. But the way you become aware is by becoming stripped, because a man who has nothing to lose is a very powerful man. <laughs> you become stripped, and you start voluntarily stripping yourself of this life, because that's what the whole scales of my art is about. The scales of my art is telling you, is challenge you to challenge you to come out of matter, is to release yourself from from this you know this uh, stupor of ignorance. So it's all it's all about balance, and that's how you override the encryption by becoming aware and realizing that all it is is just mere words that you're being tricked with and that, like I was saying, you have to turn the cup upside down to drink anything. You have to turn it over to drink from it. And if you don't turn it over, you'd be sucking life out of a straw. And I was talking about, uh, you know, and I was talking to you earlier today about the straw man. Uh, right. uh, Seth or Saturn is the energy of dry. Well, hold on. We're going to – right. I want you to save that segment for the um the beginning okay. of the next okay. show because I don't right. want you to you know what I mean okay. I don't want you to get caught off with that. So family, I do want to remind you that you will be calling us back at the same number once I load part two up. It will begin, give or take about one or two minutes, like nine o two, nine o one, or I might just jump off with two minutes. So eleven o one. Log in. I mean yeah, okay. eleven o one, and we're still gonna get in that eleven eleven ritual as well. That meditation that we do so powerful, you know what I mean? Especially with this information that you have of being able to visualize the inner aspects of yourself and how they affect your outer world. You know what I mean? We should definitely be able to penetrate the atmosphere tonight in our meditation. And then we will come back at the 11 o'clock hour dealing with the question and answer. Yeah, and the chat doesn't have to do anything, right? They could just... Um... They might not have to. I'll leave it up. Is that what I'm saying? See yeah, it. I remember last time we did that, we didn't have to touch the chat. The show just came on and they could hear it. All right, for sure. I'm saying that. That's what it is. So, again, family, make sure that you do call back, 347-637-2135, for the continuation of part two. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like I said, we're pulling up tonight. This is Total Twin Energy. So we're going to be bringing um, our esteemed guests back to answer the many questions I'm sure that the family has. All right, so with that said, in love and light, I'm going to make my departure at this particular time so I can set up part two. Peace. Peace. Yeah, yeah, with me? Peace. You still there, KT? Yeah, I'm here. Little 7-7? Seven, seven? Supposed to hang up or stay on? Oh no, no, you be good. When the show starts over, I think we just stay on. But if not, we just if if you do get cut off, then um, you just call right back in. All right, cool. I'm saying excellent first half of the show. I want to commend you brothers for definitely uh, giving us a a, a audio movie. (laughs) 
more than just a movie, but, you know, a, a huge plate to eat, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I put in the chat room that um we need um somebody to take that information and animate it. We need one of our graphic designers and our animators to make that 3D, make that a, you know, make that a video and give us credit, of course. But, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have to get you up in with, with the green screen. Make that yeah. make that a movie right there. Yeah, I got all the animations. I know where to get them. I just gotta, you know, make sure. a little off of it. No doubt. That's what's up. I appreciate the venue. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I want to touch on those movies. I'm trying to think of some right now, but if you have any that you specifically want to go in, because I know that you're the movie kind of